Somebody left a comment saying that uh, at least I should do it. Oh, well, there you go. Well, good morning, DJ Envy. It's Friday! Yes. It's Friday, and I'm in such a good mood, man. Uh, I, I nobody can't Nobody want to hear that. No, I'm in a great mood. It's Friday. What you getting for, for breakfast, Yee? You going to get it? Because I might change my order. <laughs> no, what you, what you get for breakfast this morning? I'm just curious. Um, what I get every single morning, my green smoothie, which is kale, green apples, uh, grapefruit, and ginger. I'll pay for your smoothie this and morning. And then I'm also getting... No, no, no. That's <laughs> all you get. That's all you get. No, no. That's all you get. I asked you what you usually get, and that's what you usually get. No, I'm, I'm not done. No, you're done. Well, get that. Wow. I got that for you this morning. I'm in a good mood. Well, shout to uh, all the HBCUs. Homecoming season is officially upon us. Uh, last week, I did Winston-Salem. Today, I'm doing Howard University. Yes, Howard University. Wow, I, I thought you went to Hampton. I did go to Hampton, but oh. I support all the HBCUs. We're going to have a lot of fun. It's at, it's called Yard Fest, where in the afternoon they have all these different performances on, on the campus itself. I'll be hosting, so Little Baby, Gunner, uh, A Boogie with the Hoodie, uh, well, Slick Rick, and a host of others. So I'm excited about that. And then after that, I over. used to go to Yard Fest every year. I went to college in Connecticut, mm-hmm. in Middletown, Connecticut. Shout out to Wesleyan University. And mm-hmm. we would always go to Yard Fest to... Um, Howard's homecoming. Yeah, so, I, I mean, I, I used to go all the time as well. But the problem is, is Howard's homecoming and Hampton's homecoming, the school I went to, is at the same time. So, mm. after that, I'm going to drive to Hampton, and then I'm going to do Hampton tonight, and then tomorrow... How long is that drive? It's about three hours. Oh, it's about three hours. That's no, it's not too bad. And then uh, tomorrow, Saturday night, I'm at the Magic City Classic in Alabama. So, this is my fun time. Like, this is where I go to all the colleges. I, I see people that I went to school with. You know, it's just it's just a lot of fun. So if you went to an HBCU, hit me up. Let me know what HBCU you went to, and I'll shout you out, all right? So shout to Hampton, shout to Howard, uh, shout to Morgan State, shout to uh, all the colleges out there. I'll shout you out during the mix. Now, a lot going on last night. What happened last night? Anything I should know about? No. I had to do lip service yesterday, so that's what I was doing. Uh, Manetta was on guest hosting. That's a Neo's ex-wife. Well, ex-girl, fiance. I don't know if they were ever engaged or what. Okay. But she has a book out, too, called Keep It Classy. Uh, that's about co-parenting also and how she got to that point. A lot of people are trying to help other people with their own experiences, knowing mm-hmm. that they went through a tough time. And Moneybag Yo was on as well. Okay. All right. So that's what I did. I just worked, and then I went home and relaxed. Okay. Well, shout to uh, the OG, the legend. Keith Sweat will be joining us this morning. It's Flashback oh, Friday. He has a new project out, so we'll kick it with Keith Sweat. If you don't know who Keith Sweat is, ask your mama and him and your auntie and him. <laughs> he has so many classics, and we'll kick it with the OG in a little bit. All right, but now we got front page news. What are we talking about? Yes, you remember that lonely pizza party kid, the picture that went viral of the six-year-old who was having a birthday party and no one showed up? Yeah, his mom is foul for posting that picture. Like, Well, we'll tell you what she has to say about that. My kid has no friends. I'm the only one that's going to know that. I ain't going to post a picture, and he's there by himself, and there are 20 empty plates 
looking yeah. all sad and depressed. She got some benefits out of it, but still. I, I think she didn't anticipate it would get picked up the way it did. I'm going to fake it. I'm going to go to Chuck E. Cheese and tell all the kids it's free food or something. Let them sit down or something. Make it seem like it's a big popping party or something. But we'll talk about it next. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ MV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Let's get in some front page news. Now, last night, NFL. Uh, the uh, Texans beat the Dolphins 42 to 23. All right. Now, what are we talking about in front page news, Uh Well, let's talk about this a lonely pizza party. Now, we got we told you guys about this. I was tweeting about it, too, when it happened. These parents threw a party for their kid, but none of the classmates showed up. So this poor six-year-old, and it was such a sad photo of him sitting by himself at the table with all these pizza pies. There were a couple slices missing. It looks missing. so sad. Now, the mom, Syl Mazzini, is saying that she did not stage that picture, and she would never do such a thing to their child. She didn't even think this sad photo would go viral. Check it out. The reason why I posted a picture is because I was a little mad, you know. I was planning, you know, the whole month, thinking about what type of cake, you know. And we were expecting around, like, 20 people to show up, you know. They think that we did it for free things or for, or for attention or for freebies. And actually, no, I prefer if they, they donate, you know, whatever they want to donate to, you know, other kids. Less fortunate. We, we don't need them. And, you know, her son actually ended up getting to go to the Phoenix Suns game. That was that nice. A nice VIP experience. But why would she post DJ a picture? Khaled, a lot of people. I guess she was mad and, you know, I don't know. Maybe but she wanted the other parents to feel bad. Post they a picture didn't bring of your son. He looks like he was about to cry. There's, there's a, a huge table and nothing but empty plates and empty seats. It, just, it was, I was, it's just something. You wouldn't want to embarrass your kid, I don't think. I, maybe she wasn't thinking that, though. I guess. I mean, who would anticipate something like that would go viral? Uh, It would. Absolutely. I'm sure things like this happen all the time, and it doesn't normally I don't think viral. that no kid ever comes to another kid's Our birthday Our camera party. guy, Steve, said that that happened to him all the time growing up. Well, Steve's kind of weird, though. All right. Well, now let's talk about, since we're talking about kids, Mattel. Now, their shares have dropped a lot. But the only thing that is going up is the sales of Barbie. Okay, the other major brands they have, like American Girl, Fisher Price, Hot Wheels, they flopped. But the demand for Barbie is a lot higher now. Barbie now comes in different skin tones and body types. So that's what caused the rise in those uh, Barbie sales. But what they're saying is they have to figure out how to catch up because kids are so much more technologically advanced. Absolutely. So they're playing with tablets and other things. So now they have to compete with that. Now, the Nets and the Cavaliers, the tickets for their latest game sold for just $2. $2 for for a ticket? Yes, if you were in Cleveland and you want to go to the game. <laughs> that stinks. Because, I, I mean, I know last year with LeBron there, I know they were probably going, the cheapest ticket's probably $100, but now $2, LeBron's not there? $2. Goodness gracious. They haven't won a game yet either, I don't think. Yeah, they definitely lost to the Nets. Goodness gracious. <laughs> All right. All right. Well, that's front page news. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you're upset, you need to vent, hit us up right now. Maybe you had a bad night or a bad morning, or maybe you feel blessed and you want to spread some positivity. 800-585-1051. Get it off your chest. Hit us up right now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Wake up, wake up. Wake your ass this is your time to get it off your chest. Whether you're mad or blessed, we want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. Hello, who's this? Anthony. Anthony, what's up, brother? Get it off your chest. Oh, uh, man, I just wanted to call wish you guys a uh, good morning and happy Friday to everybody. Same to you, brother. Yeah, and uh, happy what's Happy Friday. Up, happy Friday, Angela. Mm-hmm. I'm sure you'll be here in a little bit. Be here in a little bit? Oh, man. Uh, well, yeah. <laughs> uh, nah, it's good. Right, uh, what's the matter? Goodbye, right. man. <laughs> Spector. Yo, Evie, good morning, good morning. Good morning, good brother. Morning. Get it off your chest. 
Yo, I just want to let y'all know how blessed I am, man. The other day, man, I hit a deer coming down, dropping the kids off. So, you know, no major damage to the V. Everything is cool. So I give thanks to the most high for that, first off. Absolutely. I remember yeah, when a deer hit my car. Yeah, that's crazy, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. it actually ran into the so, side of my car and left a big round indentation on the passenger door. Man, just imagine if it had horns and you got riding around with a deer head stuck in your car. That would have been crazy. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, you know, and then I want to say, yo, shout out to them Falcons. St. Augustine House, you dig what I'm saying? You a Falcons fan too, Envy? No, I'm a Giants fan. I don't know what he's talking about right now, but... No, hold on, hold on. Don't, hey, wait, don't disrespect me and tell me I'm a Falcons fan. I went to St. Augustine. I'm a Giants fan until I die. So what why are you shouting out the Falcons? Because that's the school alma mater. Oh, your school? Oh, what school did you go to? I went to St. Augustine. Okay, all right, all right, all right, all right. You said Falcons. The first thing that came to my mind is the Atlanta Falcons. Yeah. All right, well, shout out to your school. Uh, I weren't thinking about man. that. Then how you going to be like that? Envy, I thought we was people, B. My bad, we peoples. Giants all day, son. <laughs> G-Men. <laughs> already know. Yankees all day. I be, I bleed blue. There you go. Hello, who's this? My name is Kiki. Hey, Kiki. Kiki. Do you love she me? She hates that now. Are you riding? <laughs> What's up, mama? Good morning, guys. Good morning. Um, I want to get off my chest. Go ahead. I'm calling from Lake City, Florida. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't, I'm not upset with anything like that. I'm blessed. Okay. Because I have had my own business since 2013. And finally, it is taking off. So I am so thankful for that. What business do you have? Um, I uh, make handmade candles, scented candles, wax melts, body butter, like just different type of things. And it's finally starting to get recognized. And I'm just thankful for that. Uh, I what's, didn't, what's the I website? Off as a hobby. What's the website? I'm going to buy some candles right now. What's the website? I'm going to support. Oh, it's a weird name. Don't laugh at it. It's my baby's first words. It's called Boo Wang, Boo. which is B, Boo, B-O-O-W-A-N-G, candlesandmore.com. Your baby's first word was Boo Wang? Yeah, what does that mean? I, I don't know. That's the first <laughs> thing she said, and she made the song out of it. She was like, Boo Wang, Boo Wang. So I just, All right. I thought it was unique, so Cute. I decided to keep it. BooWangCandles.com. And it has a meaning. That's nice. Yes, BooWangCandlesandmore.com. Oh, and more, and yes. more. All right, I'm gonna buy some. I'm gonna buy some candles right now. I'm gonna support your business, Mama. Oh my God, thank you so much. Are I'm, you serious? I'm gonna do it right now. Oh my God, thank you. It's can Friday. You, I'm in a good mood. Can you man. buy me some too? You want, no, yes, you want me to buy you some? Candles? <laughs> I already got your breakfast. And everything is made to order. Right, well, I'm gonna buy some, and you're gonna ship it right here to the Breakfast Club, okay? Oh, thank you so much. Buy a, some for all of us. Have a great morning, Mama. So do I need to hold on for the address? I was going to order online. We can't order it online? Does your online yes, work? Of course, of course, of I, course you can. You can. Thank you so much. All right, I'm going to order it online. All right, thank you. Thank you, Mama. There you Bye-bye. go. All right. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you're upset, you need to vent, hit us up now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Your time to get it off your chest, whether you're mad or blessed. So you better have the same energy. We want to hear from you on the Breakfast Club. Hello, who's this? Hey, what's going on? It's Chris. Hey, Chris, get it off your chest, brother. All right, I, I noticed that y'all was speaking about the situation with the pizza, man. Mm-hmm. If y'all go back and look at that picture of the pizza, Uh-oh. you'll see it's about ten slices off of those pans of pizza. And then if you look at the, the picture a little bit more in detail, you got some of the cheese gone. You got the pepper gone. And then it's even like he in pajamas. Come on, man. Well, she um talked about, if you watch the whole interview, she talks about why some of those pizza slices are missing. And what did she say? Um, I guess they ate some of them. Who, who are they? The family? <laughs> yeah, the family. <laughs> and the kids. Nah. 
what what kids? If the kid didn't show up? No, him, the child, their child. He ain't eat all them pizza slices. No, no, no. It was the parents were there. The kid was there. So? I, I think she just needed a little assistance with, with some school supplies for next year or, or, or something like that. No, I'm not, she I'm wouldn't not throw her ball. child under the bus like that. That's crazy. You got, you got people out there that's like that. You know that. You're right. Well, thank you, I give people the benefit of the doubt. Y'all are too distrusting. For breaking that down. Hello, who's this? Yo, this is Doleezy the trucker. What's happening, DJ Envy? Doleezy. Oh, my God, is we live? Blow the whistle. <laughs> Blow the horn. <laughs> oh, yeah. You hear me? You hear me? I heard you, son. Hey, this is the Breakfast Club. What's happening? Hey, is Charlemagne in here? You, 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 uh, you, you, you. Is he coming or is he running? What's going on with Charlemagne? He's a little late. Man, bump okay. Charlemagne. Bump all that, man. I just want to tell y'all I'm blessed. I'm on the Breakfast Club. Ah! Hey, no, shout out to my twins, Camden and Kamor. Hi. You know, my girl, shout her out. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, Hi. Yeah. Uh, you know, I want to shout out... Um, Charlemagne's book, Anxiety, Anxiety Shook One. Yeah. I wanna uh I wanna read it, but I don't read. I wanted to talk to him about getting an audio book or something. He gonna do the you audio book. I, I thought the audio book is available. Oh, now. the audio book is available. You go get that. Yeah. Man, but no, cause it can't just be anybody talking because No, I think he's talking he's, he's talking, talking on it. Oh he nah he I don't wanna listen to him that long. You know what I'm saying? Maybe <laughs> Morgan Freeman. Do you wanna support or not, sir? Said Morgan Freeman. All right, man. Maybe I, him or or uh uh Morgan Freeman. Who? I can't think of his name, but uh yeah, I Charlemagne. Damn. All also, that. I want to shout out my homeboy, FMB DZ. You know, cop out. Yo, his, uh, yo his just, just, blow the, uh, just, blow, just blow the horn again, bro. Just, just, blow, just blow the horn again. Huh? Blow the horn again. Oh, Lord. All right, thank you, brother. <laughs> Hello, who's this? That was a mess. Hey, I, hey, what's going on, man? It's Spencer, man, from Savannah, Georgia. Spencer from Georgia. What's up, man? Get it off your chest. Hey, man, you know, I just want to spread good vibes, man. You know, I, I have a good job. You know, I got a good life going for myself. Uh, you know, I just wanted to tell everybody... Put your mind to it. You can get it done, man. Okay. All right, brother. That's some positivity this morning. Thank On you, brother. On a Friday. We need that before we wild right, out this guys. weekend. Happy Friday. All right, man. Hello. Who's this? Hi. My name is Jamie. Hey, Jamie. Get it off your chest. And and I'm calling you from Alaska. It's like 2 o'clock in the morning right now. Wow. And I run a business during the day, and, my, and I work for a company at night. And my daughter, she's in the guard. And she works overnight on post. We're stationed here. And I told her I was going to call and say hello to her, but I was going to call and do it through the Breakfast Club. So I want to say hi to my Pook Took. She's at work. Okay. And I also want to thank you guys for being so amazing. Oh, when we wow. don't get to listen to you all, it breaks our heart. It's very difficult. I just went home to Georgia to the hurricane, and we had to hear your voice every day to be able to make through uh, what our family had sustained during that hurricane. And Charlemagne the God, thank you so much. You know so it. much for your book. Yo, that you is know so it. amazing and it's so insightful. The new book is out right now. Make sure you pick that up too, okay? I I'm def- she's getting it. My daughter's gonna get it for me. So yes, I definitely am. Um what did you say your your nickname for your daughter is? What do you call her? <laughs> I call her Pook Took Booty Mama. Pook Took <laughs> Booty Mama, okay. Her her behind was so big when she was a baby. All right. When she was a baby. And what's your what's yes. your uh, what's your business that you own? I own Annie Hodge TSC, Taste of Soul Catering. Oh, uh, see, so I was gonna order some, but I, I don't think it'd be warm <laughs> if you send it up here. Clearly, Envy got no. a check. Just recently, he's been buying everything up this morning. I'm he just supporting my people. That's all. He bought candles. He He's about to cake. cater the breakfast club. It's Friday night. 
money in my pocket. I know pocket. that's right. See, I was going to buy some catering, but I, I mean, I don't think you could deliver it. If you could deliver it, I'll pay no, for it. No, I can't. Oh. But I'm the only soul food spot in Alaska. Nice. And we have a spot in Japan. We have one in Korea, one in Guam. And then I'm opening up a new spot in Washington State. You're okay. playing no games. Well, I love it. Congratulations, Mama. Thank you very much. And I love you guys. Keep doing what you're doing. We love you back. <laughs> All right. Bye-bye. All right. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. I try to order um, some candles, but all they got is candles, soap, and um, deodorant. So they are candles. What's yeah, the boy, problem? I bought three things of candles. I, I don't. I can't use that deodorant. Can you go on this other site and order something for me? NeimanMarcus.com. No, get out of here, man. We got rumors on the way, yo. <laughs> all right. Well, let's talk about a new deal. Somebody else is happy about a check that they got. Their deal is for $20 million. Also, we'll talk about switching careers. What artist is about to switch careers and become an attorney? All right. We'll get into all that when we come back. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. All right. Shout to uh, Hampton University. Shout to Howard University. All that Howard yesterday. Yeah, I'm going to be there today. Drop on the Yard Fest. Drop on the clues bombs with Howard University. I was at the bookstore yesterday with my sister Angela Rye, man. Mm-hmm. I love Howard University. If I, if I ever went to college, I would have went to South Carolina State. I'm about to lie. Well, yeah, I was like, what? this guy's crazy. I, was. I had all the energy to lie. You had all the energy to change your mind? Yeah, I did. Y'all got to do Howard today, and then after Howard, I drive to Hampton to do Hampton yes. tonight. So. Salute to John Hopkins University, too. I was there yesterday in Baltimore as well. Shout okay. out to Clues Bombs for them. Shout out to all the HBCUs. Now, let's get to the rumors. Nick Cannon never goes to school, but that's another story. He never, he never goes to class from what the kids told me, but we'll talk about but that. But he always said he in class. Them kids say he lied. They say when we when he, when he we called him on the radio the other day, when 85 he South Show was up here, they said he lied when he said he was in class. You lied, Nick Cannon. <laughs> Damn. All right, well, let's talk to Let's get to the rumors. Let's talk to Shanti. It's time, time, time. She's spilling the tea. This is the Rumor Report with Angela Yee on The Breakfast Club. Well, Ashanti has called uh, 50 Cent a bully. Now, that's all because of this story where she was supposed to be performing in Long Island at a school, and that performance was canceled because of low ticket sales. They said only 24 tickets were sold. Now, 50 Cent had posted, Ashanti show canceled after only 24 tickets sold. Wait a minute. I thought I told everybody not to F with this fool. I want the names and socials of everybody who bought a ticket now. LOL, get the strap. Well, TMZ caught up with Ashanti, and here's what she had to say. I mean, it's obvious that it was a lack of promotion. The school put out a statement to clarify that it was a lack of promotion, and, you know, they should have never did it. So, you know. He's just a bully. Curtis. (laughs) Come on, say it. Let him know. Curtis is definitely a bully. You know, as a fellow cancer, because I am a cancer like 50 Cent, I don't think 50's a bully. He's just petty. He's petty. That's all it is. He's just a petty guy who likes to get a good chuckle every now and then at other people's expense. I don't think he's a bully. Now, in her defense, though, it was a Tiana Taylor performance that was originally scheduled, and then she was supposed to come and take the place of that, and I guess they didn't really promote it. So, that's why. They shouldn't have, I bet you Ashanti will rip at Howard's homecoming. Book Ashanti for Howard's homecoming this weekend. Yeah, she'll rip All for Howard. Howard alumni will Hampton. She'll rip for Any homecoming. Yeah. Any homecoming. All right, now let's discuss a new Ray Shermer deal. Sway Lee posted, proud to announce our $20 million deal with Bel Air. Big gold bottles for all my friends. We swimming in a champagne sea. So congratulations to those two. They got now, some money. I love Ray Shermer. Love them, love Ray Schmerman. I love them, but come on now, you know you damn well they ain't get no twenty million dollar deal for no Bel Air. Stop it. Well, they might have gotten like a percentage stake or something. I doubt it. Those a companies deal like worth that, twenty million dollars. Those companies like that 
Those, those liquor companies don't do those kind of deals with those rappers. You know that. Uh, Rick Ross has a deal with Bel Air. An equity that deal? He's been ha- yeah. yeah, he had an equity deal. He definitely does. And Absolutely. I think so does Khaled. Well, Khaled does as well. Let yeah, me, so me, they definitely do. Let me email the guy and see if that's true. <laughs> well, wasn't he up here? Yeah, yeah he Brett, was up here. Brett, Brett, Brett. Harris. There you go. Shout, Shout out Brett. to Brett. There up, you go. Brett? I was trying to find his name so I can email him and ask him. I just like to be accurate. There you go, Brett, right here. Yeah, yeah no, they definitely have uh, deals with Rick Ross and with DJ Khaled. Um, all right, now let's discuss Pharrell. He has his new venture as well, and he's opened up a new restaurant, Swan in Miami. And that's gonna. Uh, I saw the reason why I saw it was because Nori and his wife posted a picture with Pharrell and his wife, and said congratulations on the grand opening of Swan Miami. So Shout congratulations to Pharrell. Was it a restaurant? Yeah, I think somebody said he's opening up a hotel out there too. I'll be mad if they don't serve actual Swan. Swan meat probably fire. Wouldn't you expect that on a restaurant from Pharrell is one of the main entrees? Swan meat? I wouldn't want swan. Mm. Well, it's a French American food. And along with the restaurant and the lounge, they also have a 13,500 square foot space that's going to have DJ booths, two cocktail bars, a private VIP area, and nightly musical programming. So shout out to Pharrell. Shout out to Pharrell. And congratulations. Absolutely. Dropping the goose bones for Pharrell. Swan next to all right, little Mo, she has decided that she's now going to become an attorney. She said, today has been one of those days. I usually hold it all together, but when it's so much going on inside, it's hard to suppress something you have been wanting to do. I've given 20 years plus to being little Mo. I'm going to give you all new music and a new TV show in 2019. We push it for January. Then after that, it's time to be Cynthia Dargan. She said, I've always wanted to be a lawyer. The time is now. I'll use my influence to be great, pray for my family and I. This is a decision I've been waiting to make, but the time has come. I would love to have Little Mo as my attorney. I would love to have she any... She might be really good. I could see her, too. Absolutely. In court. I'd, what? I'd love to have... Litigating. Any, I'd love to have any woman from Baltimore as my attorney. I want to represent you. Or oh, anybody in the industry, and she's known so much, so yeah, she would be a great attorney. Shout out to Mo. She said, I'm about to be somebody lit-ass attorney. I can't wait. <laughs> but she said she'll need the next 10 years so that she can focus on what she's about to do. 10 so. years? Well, you know, uh, law first school. Law school is not ten years. Law school is like three years. It's three years. Oh, I didn't go to college. Right? We know. And then after that, you still have to pass the bar. Mm-hmm. But um, maybe she's just going to focus on law school. Only three years. I don't yeah. believe that. Yeah, it is. Law yeah. school. Yeah, yeah. law school is wow. three years. Okay. Um, but yeah, and after that, you have to pass the bar, and that's a long uh, period of studying and making sure that can happen, and then she probably just wants to focus on being a lawyer because even once you go to school and pass the bar, it is a difficult job to have. It is. All right, I'm Angela Yee, and that's your Rumor Report. All right, thank you, Miss Yee. Now, when we come back from Page News, what are we talking about? Uh, let's talk about a nice story. Imagine this neighborhood celebrated Halloween early, but it's for a good cause. All right, we'll get into all that when we come back. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ MV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Let's get in some front page news. Now, last night, the Texans beat the Dolphins 42 to 23. Oh, okay. What else are we talking about, Yeezy? Uh, well, since we're talking sports, let's talk, the, let's talk about the Cavaliers tickets for the game where they just played the Nets. Those tickets were selling for as little as $2. That's crazy. Yeah, so if you want to go to a... $2? $2. Well, LeBron gone. Cleveland back being a third world country. And they got uh, $2 Tuesdays, too. That's where they give uh, Hennessy shots out free. 
They, also, they also call that J.R. Smith night, by no, the way. No, they that's don't. a fact. No, they don't. don't say that's a fact. People okay. believe you. Well, you didn't go Google. You should Google it. It's on their <laughs> website. Up. No, it's not. Now, investigators have searched a Florida mail facility. They're trying to find out who is the person that sent these bombs out, 10 potential bombs to critics of Donald Trump. Always a good place to start is in Florida when something crazy like and that And also happens. to CNN, several of the packages did go through a U.S. postal facility in Opelika, Florida. Of course it did. So they're saying there could be more bombs on the way and to be alert. All right, now... You know, some people are saying that uh, they uh, liberals actually sent those bombs out to themselves. themselves. Yeah, come on now. No. And these bombs, by the way, they said that they didn't have anything to trigger them to actually detonate, so it was probably just for publicity and a warning type of situation. Don't be but still be careful because they could do that and then send out a real one and you think it's nothing. Hey, man, just vote on November 6th, okay? Don't, don't let the distraction become the focus. The focus is voting. All right, now, a neighborhood in Illinois had Halloween early. They actually celebrated Halloween on Wednesday, and that's all because of a four-year-old boy. He was going to have to miss his favorite holiday after he had to have a vital surgery, mm. and he has craniosynostosis, which causes the skull bones to fuse prematurely, which impacts brain growth. So he had to have pieces of his skull removed to give his brain more room to grow. But the bone was supposed to grow back. It never did. So this neighborhood in Illinois actually said they made Wednesday Halloween so that this uh, little boy could be able to dress up as Superman and celebrate. So here's what his grandmother had to say. This is his favorite holiday. And so when we found out that they were doing it, we just thought it was absolutely amazing for the people that care so much about somebody we care so much about. That's a nice, sweet thing. There was about 20 different houses that participated. It was a special trick-or-treat route, so he was completely fooled thinking it was Halloween. Mm. So he didn't have to miss it. I wonder if they would do that for, like, the major holidays, though. What do you mean? Would they move up Christmas? Or would they move up Thanksgiving dinner? Yeah. It's easy to move That's up easy. Halloween. And Christmas, people put up their decorations in advance anyway. Yeah. Like, those... I see people with decorations up already. I thought you weren't supposed to put that up till after Thanksgiving. Are they playing... Christmas music gonna start playing the week after Halloween. Right. We're about to put up our tree this week. What? Yeah. That's ridiculous. Nah, my so you wait till after ha- right after Halloween. Right after Halloween, I'll put the tree right up. Because it's confusing. You couldn't put cobwebs, up, cobwebs and a tree up. Right after. That's disrespectful to Thanksgiving. I think you should put it up right after Thanksgiving. Like right after Thanksgiving, maybe like two days after Thanksgiving, you can put your Christmas tree up. But to put it up now? Right after Halloween, it's going right up. Put it up now, y'all just bored. Nah, we love the holidays. We love I mean, Christmas. you just got too much space in the house, and you just need to fill something up in a room. Nah, just love Christmas. All right, well, I'm Angela Yee. That's your front page news. All right, thank you, Miss Yee. Now, when we come back, the OG, the legend, the icon, it's Flashback Friday. I love this man. And you know what? We've all <laughs> had the pleasure of, you know, drinking cognac with this man and getting drunk with this man and just listening to a lot of a lot of stories. This isn't his first time on The Breakfast Club either. Not at all. I'm sure he's going to have some stories. Stories this morning as well. Special Flashback Friday edition. That's right. That's Keith Sweat is. will be joining us the when we OG come back. Keith Sweat, the man that Drake says he's a light-skinned version of. Okay. That's right. We'll do it when we come back. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. <laughs> we got a special guest in the building. It's our partner right here, man. The OG. Yes, what sir. Up? Keith Sweat. What up, baby? Welcome, sir. Welcome back. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good, man. You got your 13th studio album. Hey, hey, Playing hey. for keeps. Yeah, I'm trying to get it, babe. With you so- getting it, man. With you songs like Who's Your Daddy? Yeah, <laughs> with Tank. <laughs> <laughs> Me and Tank talk about Who's Your Daddy, baby. <laughs> Does Keith Sweat feel like he got anything to prove at this point? Not a damn thing. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Does it bother you? R&B music is not as big as it was before. You know, you would hear so much R&B on the radio mixed in with rap. You just don't hear it like that anymore. 
the real talk, R&B was just taking over the pop charts and everything else. Mm-hmm. And you know, it, it was a situation where it was, it was, when I go number one on pop, then that's a problem. So it's like, okay, we gotta but adjust why I got a this. Because you know, it's, it's, it's black music. You know what I'm saying? And it's like it felt like we had to, they had to adjust the situation. So now it's like Freak Me, I Wanna, all those records that came out in the '90s were pop records. Mm-hmm. Now they consider just R&B records, mm-hmm. you know. So I mean, the pop charts are something different now. So, but well, the word pop just means popular anyway. So it was, right. it was the most popular song, and they. they you know. But they don't think about it that, like that no mm-hmm. more. It's like you know, I the mean, the genres are different now, right? That, there you go. They let the white boys do it all day long, twice on a Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> now, did you work with Teddy on this project? Yeah, yeah, yeah. How many How many records did Teddy do? Me and Teddy did about. Three songs on this album, three or four songs on there. I can't remember. Like, Who's Your Daddy was one. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> Do you really he, say that to women? No, nah, I don't be talking about who's your daddy. You right. never said that? <laughs> nah, nah, you told me one time you don't date no woman your age, Keith. You <laughs> told it could me be that. your daddy. Hey, hey, no, no, don't start that now. <laughs> <laughs> you know, don't start, don't go. You know, hey, there's, there's a, there's, there's a, 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 a number. You don't go beyond a certain number. You know what I'm saying? I like. You know what I'm saying? If you had a young, maybe. Yeah, maybe, you know, I mean, you know, hey, just like, you know, cougars like young men, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. mean, older <laughs> men like sometimes young ladies. It's, that's what it is. It's like... Younger I than mean, you. Yeah, 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 don't start, no. Don't go, don't go. Hey, I know my limits. I know, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know where not to go. Believe that, that's not going to happen. And you know, I get approached by young younger women. You know what I'm saying? All day long. You know, I'm on stage. I'll be like, "Hey, what, what you know about Keith Sweat?" Oh, I grew up listening to you. And I'll be like, "Yo, all right, that's enough. <laughs> that's enough. Back up, back up, back up." That's you know, it's one of them type of things. What yeah. about today? Like for the younger artists, are you writing for them? Nah, you know, some young artists don't want to associate themselves with the older artists. For the reason that they feel sometimes like older R and B cats, like when Neo was up here, <laughs> and Neo, you know, said something like, I ain't about to do. What do you say? I'm not gonna do that show. I ain't gonna do some show with Keith Sweat or something. You know, trying to make it seem like Keith Sweat was old. That's what Keith Sweat called me for. Let's flash back to our conversation we had with Neo. Why did you decide after three years? Now is the time. You know how the music industry is. Three years is like ten years. At the two year stint. I'm on Twitter and everybody's like, y'all remember Neo? And I'm like, damn. <laughs> wow. <laughs> two years. Golly. So I figured I, I couldn't stay I couldn't stay going too much longer because then all of a sudden I'm touring with Keith Sweat and, and somebody else. There's nothing wrong with touring with Keith Sweat. Keith Sweat's still getting about 50 to 70 a show. Oh, well, damn, I didn't know that. Oh, hell yeah. No disrespect to Keith Sweat. I was just speaking on the fact that he's a lot older than me and, you know, I don't I don't Keith know if I'm supposed to be there. Keith, stay on the road. Thank you. Right yeah. yeah, no diss to Keith Sweat. stay on the road. Wow. <laughs> he didn't like that at all. And rightfully but, so. Right. Well, well, I called, you know, after I heard it. See, what happened, man, when Neil was up here, and that's my man. And I let me tell you something. First of all, I'm a big fan. But my son hit me. <laughs> <laughs> and I think it was more because my son hit me, right, my right, child right. hit me, mm-hmm. and said, yo, Dad, did you hear this? I'm like, what? What you talking about? He said, I, I think he was trying to throw a... A shot. A shot at, I said, nah, I mean, that's my man. I don't think, why would he do that? I mean, he, he ain't that kind of dude. I don't think he would do that. So he played it. Oh, boy. And I backed up. <laughs> and I said, hold on, hold on, hold on. And you know how, see, because I'm a seasoned, I mean, I've been in the game a long time. I said, well, may, I, I tried to say, maybe you mean it like that. <laughs> right, so right, right. I said, play it again. Mm-hmm. And then I, I called... Charlemagne. Charlemagne. I said, while I was doing the Sweat Hotel show, 
And I said, man, I couldn't even do my show. That was on your mind. <laughs> that was on, I said, yo, man, bring me up there tomorrow, man. I said, of course, OG, that's easy. <laughs> to make a long story, and, and to say to, that, like I said, it was funny because when we had the show, because he, he was supposed to call into the Sweat Hotel that week. And he and then y'all supposed to perform well, in Chicago. Well, what, what, what happened, he he hosted my show, and then what, and, and, and like, he's a class act. Let me just say this, too. Mm-hmm. First of all, I got to say, Neil's definitely a class act. Because what happened, the day of the show, he knocked on the door, came in my room and said, yo, can I talk to you for a minute? I said, yeah, come on. He actually said, man, I didn't mean no disrespect by anything I said. What I was trying to say is that I'm a younger artist, and they're trying to put me in a... a, a older box. Older box. Older AC world. And for that, I understood what he was actually trying to say. And mm-hmm. then, because I'm not social media driven, and I, people wanted me to comment on social media and all that, I'm like, I ain't doing that. I just wait and have a conversation with him. He came in the room, and he was very respectful. Mm-hmm. And, and like I said, I've always been a fan, and we shook hands, and we took a picture together and all that stuff. And then I said, let me explain something to you. I'm an OG in the game, and we all get old, get great, and die. Mm-hmm. And I said, see, the problem with most acts, they don't think they're going to get old, gray, and it's going to be the next young brother That's right. coming up. Everybody it's just like with radio or whatever, it's right. always somebody that opened them doors Absolutely. to get you to the point you got to, and you got to respect the brothers that opened the door, like me. When, I, when it comes to Eddie Laverne and all them kind of brothers, I bow down because I know I would not be in the position I, I'm in if they didn't open the doors. And it allowed me to make more money than they making. And like myself and other brothers that has come before them, it allowed them to make the money that they're making. So what I explained to him, I said, one day you're going to be the OG. And then when them young brothers said, man, I'm not messing with Neil and Neil's too old and then you're going to say to them like, my brother, I did these things to make it better for you to do what you're doing. Mm-hmm. So I had to explain that and he got it. Mm-hmm. It was more like, oh, man, I respect that. So I just think, you know, like y'all put them in a, in the trick bag that day. <laughs> now, now, how did the show order go now? Because you always finish the show. I headline. Okay, but on this day, you said, I'm going to go on before him. Nah, but <laughs> I, end up, I end up, I end up, I end up headline. I, yeah. I, I still, they, because, you know, it's, who was on the show? It was Jaru or Shante? Tank, Neo. Who else was on that show? I can't even remember. And, I, and it was me. And that was the end of the show. All right, well, Keith Sweat is here. Let's get into a Keith Sweat mini mix. Don't move. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. We got an OG in the building for Flashback Friday, Keith Sweat. Yee. I feel like a lot of artists are paying homage to older artists, like the artists that came before them, and sampling that, right? And bringing it to a younger audience. Because I hear all these artists doing songs that feel like a throwback to me. And I'm like, oh, it's very nostalgic for me. Like, I'll hear it and I'll be like, yeah, this reminds me of when I was growing up. And I hear these younger artists doing it now. Do you like that when you hear that? I mean, it's just paying, you know, uh, 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 giving me my props. You know, if they, if somebody put sample key sweat, like, you know, people talk about me in the rap songs. And it's like, it's just giving me my props. You know, it's like they respect, like, people are not talking about people they don't like. Right. Yeah. And people ain't sampling people like they think is whack. That's have you not ever not cleared something? Like I don't like how that song sounds. Have I ever not? Yeah, I think I I've done not clear shit. Like, cause it was like, man, I don't want no, you can't touch that. You know, like, <laughs> it's like, no, I, I like the way I sing it better than you. Leave my Oh, so people try to redo your whole song. <laughs> yeah, they, yeah, leave my I like the way I'm singing it better than you. No, you trying to redo your joint. I forget, I forget. I want I, I forget to tell somebody back in the day, I can't remember who did it, but you know, I mean some I clear I, I don't everything man so if it's whack it's whack i am not you know 
But if it's not, it depends on the artist. If it's, you know, they don't know an artist. I know it's gonna get some spins. I'm just gonna be like, hell, more money. <laughs> I'm surprised Drake ain't never uh, did nothing. He called himself the lights can't keep sweat. Oh, that's, yeah. Well, he need to do something, so I get that check. <laughs> he need to do something. He can do whatever he wants. Man, you can have my whole catalog. <laughs> Yo, he not have it. What I mean is you can sample, sample. sample. Yeah. Okay. What made you want to collaborate with uh, Casey on this album? First of all, it was supposed to be Anthony Hamilton. Mm. And, you know, Anthony was busy, so... The closest damn, thing. Casey, know that. that <laughs> damn. I, I, nah, but oh. you know he wasn't your first choice. Jeez. God damn. Why you gotta set a problem? Try this way, this way. No, no, no. Listen, listen. Anthony was busy. They, they, they related. Mm-hmm. You know, so it was, it was, it was more like, yo, Casey. No, <laughs> he messed me up. <laughs> nah, Anthony wanted to do it, and you know, Anthony was busy. So Casey, they, they got the similar. Yeah, that North Carolina soul. That North soul. Carolina soul thing. So I asked Casey to do it. So Casey did it, you know. And Casey was one point, and he sounds real clean on the song, sounds great on the song. So I'm happy how it came out. Tell me about the song Fuego. Because I oh, see it's with not Acon. out yet, so I haven't heard it. But. Oh, Fuego with Akon and Alkaline. So it got a reggae vibe? Yeah, it got, the, it got that reggae vibe. How did that song come about? Like, what made are you? Man, I wanted some Latino feeling on my joint, man. So, you know. He said that very like he's reminiscing about something. Or somebody. What's her name? He rushed the air. He said, nobody. But no, I want to, you know, I just wanted that, that, you know, everybody, that that kind of music is heavy right now. The the, the audience is crazy on that. Do you challenge yourself uh, to, to make music that can compete in this era? Sometimes, you know, I mean, I, I want to hear how dope I am compared to the stuff that's coming out. So I, I might challenge myself. I'll say, man, let me see if I can make that. I got a record called Any Meeny Miny Mo on the on the album. And it that joint sounds just like anything you would hear. People be like, yo, who that on the record? I said, that's me, man. Did you make the Eeny Money Mo record because of the way people rap nowadays? He was like, they ain't saying nothing. So let me just go on and. Well, Eeny Meeny Miny Mo is like, a, 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 it's like a strip club joint. Really? Yeah, yeah. You're just picking them out. Any, I can get what a, anything I want, any, mini, money, mo. You know, I can get what I want, <laughs> any, mini, money, mo. You go to strip clubs a lot? I go I go to see what the music's out There you go. You go over <laughs> the music in the food. I go to see what the music in the food. I like the food and I like the music. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You know? I, I got to listen, listen. I got to know. I, I, well, you can be curious. It's all good. I got to I got to know what I'm working with, what I'm dealing with. I can't put out a joint and and and, and, and. I don't know what else everybody else is doing. I got to feel it, know what is no, what's going on. Like the you lose in this game when you just don't know what's going on. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And you don't know what's what's popping. Up. I, like if I want to be an OG and sit home and be like, "Okay, I'm going to go back to singing, make it last and don't stop your love." That's that's not what's going on right now. That's good for my audience when they come to see me and I do 5,000, 6,000 people. You know what I'm saying? That some people, yeah. If those don't know, I'm still doing five, six thousand people with the shows. Talk, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But that's good for those people. But for the younger generation, they've been, oh, that's dated, that's dated, that's dated. So I need to know what I'm working with so I can go in the club and say, hey, give me a Hennessy and cranberry, please. <laughs> and then you know, let me hear what they plan. All right, let me go to the studio. Your music timeless though. So even though you may think it's dated. All in records still going right now. Well, like, that's that's why I'm, uh, that's why you know I'm blessed to get paid 
still get paid. You know? <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, a lot of people don't even know that, you know, I'm out on the road like I'm out on the road. A lot of people are like, yo, he's, what are you doing? I'm like, like, I do probably 100 days a year. Google keeps what toward day. You know what I'm saying? You know, like, I'm after I, I'm, I, I do the MGM. For those that want to know, I'm at the MGM Grand this week, you know, in D.C., you know, come and check me out by myself. No opening act. I don't need that. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> talk back, talk. And Keith, Keith told me one time, he said, I, told, I said, I do shows when I want to. I do a couple of months just because. I mean, I do that, and then I promote some of my own shows. Mm -hmm. You know, people don't know I promote it. I can't talk about, you know, certain people. You know, they, but I promoted a few other shows before, mm -hmm. and people didn't know, didn't like it when they found out I was I was one one of the ones promoting their shows. So, really? Yeah, yeah. You get it's, it's crazy. It's crazy. People don't like artists. Some artists don't like when you're promoting their shows. Mm -hmm. They don't like it. It's to like, this day, you to this day. So wow. what I do is say, man, you know, I'm gonna promote that show, but don't let nobody know. Don't put my name on it. Don't don't put my name on it. Don't have. They don't need to know I'm promoting the show. That sounds so crazy to me that people really would be upset about that and not want to just. They Go still mad at you. That's so weird. They, still they don't want. They mad. I don't know. It, you know. You smashed one of their chicks back in the nah, day. I don't, I don't know. Their mama. It, it, no, don't don't go to mama, right? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so don't go to mama. Don't go to mama right now. <laughs> <laughs> Ask him his mama name, Keith. He might have came to a show. Go listen to who's your daddy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, that would be funny. <laughs> 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 That's crazy them artists still here. Like that. Oh, be like, Daddy, I need some money. <laughs> go get that new album, man. New album, go pick that up. We we'll we'll October 26th. All the time, man. <laughs> it's the OG Keep Sweat. Yeah, all right, son. Don't do that. <laughs> 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 it's my dad. There you go. Now he's showing some respect. There you go. There you go. Christmas is coming up, Dad. It's All right, man. What you need, son? What you need? <laughs> it's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. <laughs> morning, everybody. It's DJ MV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the God. We are the Breakfast Club. Yes. We're asking 800-585-1051. Now shout out to Keep Sweat. Your daddy. He's not my daddy, man. But uh, he has a song called, what is the name of the song, Yee? Who's your daddy? Who's your daddy? So we're asking... Fellas, do you like when your woman calls you daddy? And ladies, do you call your man daddy? Or and your brothers, daddy? do you call other men daddy the way Envy called Keith Sweat daddy? Shut up. Now, I can't call guys daddy because it feels weird to me. And a lot of people answered in Twitter. Uh, one woman said, I'm never going to be that chick. That's A. Houston Bell. She said, I'd never insult my real father with that foolishness. Now, Charlemagne, has a guy called you daddy before? Nah, when I was younger, when I was younger, I thought that was cool for women to call you that only because that's what daddy. society tells you, I right. guess. Like, you see that in movies and on TV shows. Like, you think it's the thing to get called daddy. But, you know, when you get kids, like when you have daughters and you hear another woman call you daddy, that's just, it just it's just weird. Because right, well, your, your daughter's going to pop in your mind. Right? I don't you like, know what I'm saying? I don't, I don't you don't like, want to be, you don't want to be, you know, have this long three inches in some woman and then, you know, what? she screamed daddy at you and you then you start thinking about your daughter. Inches? Okay, shorty. Yeah, I don't I don't want my wife to call me daddy now. I, you know, my wife calls me a bunch of other things. You hear daddy in the house so much probably. Yeah, I got How five, five kids. How does your wife feel about you calling Keith Sweat daddy? 
Shut up, man. How do your daddy feel about you calling they Keith Sweat daddy? <laughs> your dad probably so mad right now at your mom. Shout what? They're probably arguing right now. I remember when you went to that damn concert. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Shantice. I'm here. All right, what's up, mama? Do you call your man daddy? My man, yeah. If I just met him, no. But my man definitely, that's my daddy. Oh, how you say it? What is he, daddy? Oh, no, zaddy. Oh, but zaddy. zaddy's Z- different than daddy. Yeah, zaddy is a difference. Yeah, it ain't like daddy. Okay. It ain't like the, the penis like that daddy. you came out of. Oh. Corny. Okay. Yeah, not that's corny with a Z. Like, hey, zaddy. What's oh, zaddy. Thing? Okay. Thank you, mama. Sam. What's going on? Yeah. Now, you like to be called daddy, bro? Well, I'm I'm Hispanic, man. I grew up in South Texas, so that hearing the word, you know, uh, uh, a tia call you dad or papa is kind of a natural thing, papa. man. I don't, I don't think there's too much of like a a sexual connotation towards it. Uh, you know, my wife calls me dad. You know what I mean? Your but, wife calls you, know, you dad. Da- dad is yeah, weird. Your yeah, dad is, a, is even is, is worse. like father. <laughs> <laughs> but it's not on like no power trip at all. It's just a cultural thing, really. I, I've heard all my friends, uh, moms and dias, hey, dad, how's it going? Or that's my weird. friends back in South Texas be like, what, what up, papa? You know, it's- yeah, but we're talking about like in the bedroom. <laughs> in the bedroom, Not bro. like uh, in bed. Yes, man. Does your wife say dad in the bed? Give it to me, yeah. dad. Yeah, dad, dad, dad eat it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's nothing weird. <laughs> I mean, there's no, nothing like... It's like it's 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 not a psychological thing. It's not a fetish that I ask her to do or anything like that. Okay. It's just something that happens. Tamara. Yes. You call your man daddy in the bed? Yes, I do. How you say it? Daddy. Just Damn. like that? That doesn't sound sexy. Yeah, that doesn't sound sexy. Oh. I mean, I, no, I'm sure you do it a little sexier than that. I'm not mad at anybody who does it. I'm yeah. just saying for me, having daughters, I don't like to hear that because it makes me think of my daughter, and you don't want to think about your daughter when and you're And I don't want to think about busy. my dad. <laughs> That's true, but it's different. It's different when you're in the mix of it because he calls me mommy, so. Mm. Do y'all have kids? Yeah. Okay. All right, so say, act like you're in the bedroom and say daddy. Oh, my Let me gosh, Envy. Oh, my God. Envy, you're crazy. Yeah. Envy, aren't you married? Relax. I'm just asking. Can you say it as sexy as Envy sounded when he called Keith Sweat Daddy this sure. morning? <laughs> Daddy. Ooh. Ooh okay. Ooh, I'm going to try mean, that. That's how Envy sounded. No, I didn't. Yes, thank you, you did. Mama. Say, thank you, Daddy. Thanks, Shut Mom. Up. Thanks, thank Mommy. You, Daddy. Your Daddy. <laughs> my goodbye. All right. Yeah, we got rumors on the way. Yes, let's talk about this song that oh, I love. Oh, ain't no love. moral of the story? No, because I know it's about to be about me, <laughs> no, so no. There's no, no moral no on this damn story. The moral of the story is Keith Sweat is your daddy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we got rumors on the way. Yes, let's talk about a song that I love, and it's actually been remixed, and that's for Stacey Abrams for her uh, campaign to become the first African-American and the first woman to be elected as governor of Georgia. All right, we'll get into all that when we come back. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Listen up. All the gossip. gossip. The rumor report. Gossip. With Angela, Angela Yee. It's the rumor report. The Breakfast Club. So Kylie Jenner and Travis Scott have bought a new house. They're going to be living together. And that house is a Beverly Hills mansion. They spent $13.45 million. So congratulations wow. to them. Yeah, congrats. They're making it. They're getting it. Congratulations. You know, Kylie's always like flipping homes. Mm-hmm. Are they okay. married? Uh, not yet. So they're shacking up. Yeah, That's they're what they're doing. Out. They have a child together. I don't care how much. I don't care that how house expensive. That's amazing. I don't care how amazing the house is or how much it costs. They still shack it up. Okay. If you have revolt, you can see what that house looks that like. That house now. is dope. They're joint tenants, so they are co-owners. So that means they went half and half. I can't believe they just going to shack up. 
Yes, they are. That's, that's not right in the eyes of God. Just shacking <laughs> up. Now, Tyler, the creator, got into a car accident. He crashed his Tesla into a parked car. And what he's saying is that he actually just fell asleep. He dozed off for a few seconds while driving home from the recording studio, and that's why he crashed. He said, my big doopy ass usually go to sleep at 10.30. I wake up at 7 every morning. And guess who wanted to finish music super late and dozed off for a few seconds while driving home? I'm a dumbass bitch, but little mama didn't have a scratch. I'm lucky. I calmly jumped out the back and called the people. Thanks, everyone, for the excessive airbags. You you got a... Uh, what? You a what? QT. Good day, sir. I don't know what QT means, but... All right, J-Rock. His song, Win, is being used now by Stacey Abrams as she is attempting to make history. She'll be the first African-American and the first woman to be elected as governor of Georgia. Things seem like, hopefully, they're going well, even though they're trying to make sure it doesn't happen in every way possible. But here is J-Rock's Win, 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 Win. Okay. That's dope. Hey, no, I'm not mad. No, 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 it's not. Hey, we gotta get people to oh, polls, that other man. Ho. I'm all, I'm all for getting. To <laughs> he the said polls. that other bro. He is oh. I'm all for getting to the polls, and I love J Rock's win, but that ain't it, bro. I like I it. I ain't mad at no, it. No, you don't. You, yes. like, Listen, you that, like the sentiment behind it. You don't actually like it. Whatever you gotta do to get people to the polls. Yeah. That, exactly. Hey, watch that. that. Exactly. Stop it. Fought all Our over. Our cameraman that was dancing. He was ready to vote for Stacey Abrams. Yeah, well, you know what? Them type of jingles do work for white people. White people love them little corny jingles like that. Absolutely. Yeah, you're right. Steve, you like that, don't you? Get out the way. Yeah. Get White out people love them little Yo. corny jingles. Get right. that other bro. That <laughs> other hoe. That, no, he said, he said bro. F wow. that other hoe. <laughs> win, 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 so you win. you just called Stacey Abrams a hoe? No, the other person that she's running against, Kemp, is a hoe. According to the song. It's he said, bro. He said, didn't say ho. He said, bro. I would have hoped J-Rock didn't say No, he said, bro. Not when the first African-American woman is about to be governor. He said, bro. My God. He didn't say that. I said it. All right. Now, Power is going to... I mean, it just flows better as a hip-hop oh, song. Okay. <laughs> now, Power is continuing to grow, and now they've done a deal with Courtney Kemp, who is the creator of the series at Lionsgate, which is the company that makes stars. I mean, that makes um, Power for Stars. And she's done a deal to have some potential spinoffs among another, a number of other commitments by stars. So they said Courtney is a one-of-a-kind talent, and we couldn't be more excited about this unique and exclusive deal. Now, 50 has also signed a multi-year and multi-show agreement as well. So it looks like they're very happy with how their situation's going, mm -hmm. thanks to very successful shows that 50 Cent and Courtney Kemp have brought over there to stars. I'm dropping a clues bombs for Courtney Kemp and 50. Mm -hmm. I love that. I like when people go to networks that aren't established and then establish them. Get it popping. Yes. All right, now, Nicki Minaj wants to help out Trinidad and Tobago after those devastating floods. You know, she's from Trinidad. And she posted, Trinidad, I'm working on getting many different resources to you now. Faye Ann and I have been communicating nonstop. I will let you know exactly who I'm donating the funds to and hope to be with you very soon. I love you. We will get through this. And she said her first monetary donation will be available. Um, she said, I'm told we need cleaning supplies, water, clothes, and much more. I will assess the situation after tomorrow and make another donation in the next few days. Please contact her for info and help. And then she said, next she'll be speaking with the Prime Minister or someone at a high level of government so she can help on an even larger scale. Please contact my mother or Fayanne so that we can get on a call right away. We're also trying to rearrange my calendar so that I can get out there soon. 
All right. We're dropping the clues bombs from Nicki Minaj. Show that everybody in Trinidad. Mm-hmm. You know, she doing what she she doing the right thing. All right, I'm Angela Yee, and that is your rumor report. All right, thank you, Miss Yee. Charlemagne. Yes. Who are you giving that donkey to? You know, I usually uh, try to have empathy for people whose prefrontal cortex hasn't developed yet, meaning, you know, kids. But uh, we need a younger woman named Treasure to come to the front of the congregation. Oh. She's transracial. Uh, we'd like to have a word with her this morning. All right. Yes. We'll, we'll get into that when we come back. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. I was born a donkey. It's the donkey of the day. That's pretty funny. Charlemagne the devil? Possibly. <laughs> the Breakfast Club. Yes. Donkey of the Day for Friday, October 26th goes to a young woman named Treasure. Now, before we continue, it's important to note that Treasure is only 16 years old. Excuse me. The reason it's important to note that, because although 16 is old enough to drive, the rational part of a teen's brain isn't fully developed and won't be until age 25. Very important to note that. In fact, uh, recent research has found that adult and teen brains work differently. Duh! Why? Because the prefrontal cortex, the part of the brain that helps curb impulsive behavior, is not yet fully developed. So once again, treasure is only 16. We all may be taking her a little too serious, but no need for me to get in the way of good content with facts because nobody cares about the truth when the lie is more entertaining. And the lie that Treasure is telling herself is hella entertaining. See, Treasure is the latest person to come to the forefront and say that she is indeed transracial. Well, what is transracial, Charlemagne? Uh, how quickly you all forget Miss Rachel Dozal, all right? The queen. Right? The first person I can remember who claimed to identify as another race. I would say Clayton Bigsby, but he was just blind and raised to think he was white from birth. Okay? Bad power! Yes, Clayton couldn't see it, so it's not like he looked in the mirror and said, nope, that's not me, I'm white. He was raised that way from birth because he was blind. All right? Now, Rachel looked in the mirror and said, nah, I have a black woman living inside me, and that's exactly what Young Treasure feels, except that... uh. Well, I'll explain. Look, it's, it's America, 2018. Who am I to tell her she's bugging? Who am I to tell her what she has living inside of her? If she identifies as a white woman, that's on her, all right? <laughs> but I don't think this is the, a case of that. The problem with Treasure is the fact she hates herself. She's a young black girl who thinks she's a white woman, and she hates the beauty of her blackness. She has not learned that it is a privilege and an honor to be black. So she went on Dr. Phil at 16 years old without the prefrontal cortex part of her brain developed. And through a whole race of and through a whole race of excellence, a whole race of gods and goddesses, a whole race of kings and queens, just threw us under the bus in front of white people. All because she hasn't learned to love herself. Let's listen to what young treasure said on the Dr. Phil show. I'm a Caucasian because everything about me is different from an African American. Most African Americans speak ghetto. But when it comes to black people, I think they're all ugly and I have nothing in common with them. My figure is just like Kim Kardashian and she's a wonderful role model. I believe that I'm completely and um, utterly better than them. White people act and think just way more mature than African Americans. Black people, they think in a criminal way. I tell my mom, I'll never be like any of those Negroes. My mom tries to criticize me about my supposed race. I tell her she's just ignorant. There's nothing wrong with my views or beliefs because I have freedom of speech and everything I'm saying is true. Treasure would mangle or destroy her black dolls. She would pretend that they were the white doll slave. It made me feel good to put down an African-American person because it helps them stay in their place. They're all gorillas. 
Treasurer, have you ever reached out to the KKK? I have their number on speed dial. They keep me like current on like updated events. I identify with the Ku Klux Klan because the way they believe is just so smart. White is right. White power. Okay, listen. Listen, man. In the past uh, two days, I've gotten four hours of sleep. I've been out here book trapping. All right, I've been traveling back and forth. I've been to Boston. Last night I was in Baltimore and D.C. I took the train back last night. I got in like 2 in the morning, woke up at 4.20 this morning to be here on The Breakfast Club. I'm telling you all this to say I'm tired, okay? And I don't have time for the nonsense this morning. Treasure, why do you want to be mayonnaise when you can be hot sauce? All right, here's the thing. Treasure is 16. She don't know any better. Like I said, her prefrontal cortex is not fully developed. It's not even her fault. The real blame here goes to her mom and the producers of the Dr. Phil show for entertaining this nonsense. Everybody is simply exploiting the fact that this young woman's prefrontal cortex isn't developed. All right, this girl may or may not have self-hate issues, and this girl may or may not be trolling for attention. The problem is... We do reward this kind of nut-ass nonsense, all right? It's currency in the form of attention when people act like this. And I'm part of the problem because right now she's being talked about on The Breakfast Club. She's being seen on a nationally syndicated TV show, Dr. Phil. She's not going to get rich, and it's not going to change her life in any significant way. But all she wants is the attention anyway, so she won. She said she knows she's white because she's shaped like Kim Kardashian. First of all, Kim Kardashian is Armenian. Second of all, Kim Kardashian's shape is surgically enhanced to look like a sister. So everything that you have naturally treasured because you are a young black queen, Kim paid for. Now, young treasure defended herself on Dr. Phil a lot by saying this. There's nothing wrong with my views or beliefs because I have freedom of speech and everything I'm saying is true. Nope. 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 Oh, boy. Nope. 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 Treasure, nothing you're saying is true. But you won't realize that until you're 25 and what? Your prefrontal cortex develops. And you're right, you do have freedom of speech. You can say whatever it is you want, but always remember that we have the right to tell you to shut the F up forever. We have the right to not believe you. And we have the right to give you the credit you deserve for being stupid, which you technically are. Because what? Your prefrontal cortex is about nine or ten years from fully developing. And since you think you're white and you play in make-believe, I'll play along. Kathy Griffin, do the honors. Please give this giant jar of mail the biggest hee-haw. And if you want to identify, you know, as transracial and you want to identify as a white woman, why not be a white ally? Why you got to be, like, a racist bigot? Why be a cracker-ass cracker when you can be a nigga cookie? Mm-mm-mm. How was how, how did her parents raise her? Huh? Like how, 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 Well, her I, mom looks like horrified and said she thought her daughter would outgrow this, and she just doesn't know what to do. Like, what would you do if that was your? Well, kid? she's only sixteen. She will outgrow it eventually. But at where does some she even get those her thoughts prefrontal from? Cortex develops. Like, where does she get those thoughts? She's trolling. She said Kim Kardashian is her role model. She wants the attention. She's doing it for the attention. I think a lot of a lot of people want Kim Kardashian as their role model, but yeah, like it's. She's doing it for attention. I think she really believes that, bro. You think that she... Yes. They also said that she grew up in a very affluent neighborhood around mostly white people, but then had to move into a black neighborhood. And her mom was discussing that. And Listen, if she wants I to identify know. as white, fine. Like I said, I don't I don't even care. But I'm just saying, why, why identify as a racist bigot? Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, why you want to be the worst? Okay. All right. Well, the let's, worst let's, kind of white uh, person. Well, let's, let's play with this then. Why be a cracker when you can be a biscuit? 585-1051, all right? Let's open up the phone lines. Let's talk transracial. Is there anybody out there that would love to change their race? Oh, God. You know, maybe, maybe you're white and you want to be black. Maybe you're black and you want to be Asian. Maybe you're Asian and you want to be 
I don't know, white. I don't know. 800. This is crazy. 585-1051. Obviously, this young lady wants to be white. So let's open up the phone lines. All right? Take your calls when we come back. It's Friday. I guess this is a freaky, freaky Friday, right? This is kind of freaky, right? No? If you say so. Maybe. <laughs> All right. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Morning, everybody. It's DJ MV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Now, if you just joined us, Charlamagne gave donkey of the day to this uh, 16-year-old uh, young, black girl. Yes, a young black girl whose name is Treasure. Uh, mm-hmm. Her prefrontal cortex isn't developed, but I don't want to disrespect her and call her black because she identifies as white. So I think that we need to be politically correct here and say this young white black girl or this young black white girl. I don't know. Or she's, this young she's black. black girl dipped in mayonnaise. What do we call her? She's black. Delusional. She's, she's transracial. All right. Well, we're asking, if you can change your race, what would you want to change it to? Angela Yee. I wouldn't want to change mine. You can change it to anything. You you good where, where you at? Yeah, I'm good where I'm at. I mean, I couldn't imagine being anything other than what I've been my whole life. What are you? I am. <laughs> you know what she is, you ask. I'm asking for people who don't know. We oh. have a lot of new markets. <laughs> what are you? I am black and Asian. Okay. All right. Half now, and half. Now, I am black. And, and I'm happy to be black. I think and Charlemagne better stop I think telling people Dominican. I'm Dominican. I definitely believe you're Dominican. I'm black. I'm not Dominican. I am black. I'm, I can't even. But you, Amy, you found out a lot of things about what you are throughout the course of the show. Yeah, I, yeah. I'm, I'm, I got a lot of stuff in me. Pause. <laughs> oh, oh my gosh. But I'm black. Is it black or white? <laughs> what do you like in you, Envy? I'm just trying to figure out what your preference is. My, my dad told me we uh, we got your dad. My you're, dad. Keep sweat. Oh my god! You nasty this morning. My bro. real, my real dad. He told okay. me we got we got roots in uh, a Dominica, not Dominican, Dominica. I met somebody the other day. They walked to me and said, "I'm Envy's, me and Envy's father from the same place, Dominica." And then I also have I wish uh, I would say it right. French Canadian. I, I, I believe I have a little, a little uh, Haitian in me. Sac passe. So I got a little bit of everything in me. My mom. So is you just, have a little Haitian in you. You know what? Forget it. I wouldn't want to be anything but black. I'm black. Uh, I've always wanted to be black my whole life. Uh, I think that it's a privilege and an honor to be black. I wrote a whole book about it. Also, uh, I always wake up every day trying to figure out ways to be blacker. So when I did my African ancestry test in 23andMe.com and realized that I was 97% West African, I was so ecstatic. And the only thing I really wish that I could do is make those last 3% all black. I want to be 100% West African, okay? I want to be all black. Okay. All right? Mm. Yes. All righty. All right, black. I wouldn't forget it. Well, I wouldn't expect a Dominican in a... Uh... I'm not Dominican. I'm black. Okay. Nisei. Yo. What's up? Hey. When you so, was younger, you wanted to, you didn't want to be Spanish? I wanted to be Spanish when I was younger. You know, younger, around the 90s. Yeah, when when Wu Tang had the ice cream song, no, when Jennifer wanted, Lopez was popping, you wanted to be a butter pecan Rican so bad. I did, I did. I ain't even gonna lie, but you know what? I grew up and my frontal cortex, you know, that developed. There you and go. And I realized that I was a black queen. I was like, you know what? I wouldn't rather be anything else. There you go. And it's crazy because on Wu Tang ice cream, he say chocolate deluxe. He they shouted out the sisters. You, Thank you, Mama. Yeah, they also say fly colored Asian. Kelsey. Yes, yeah, I'm here. Wagwan. Hey, what's Wagwan? Wagwan, Wagwan. Now, you ain't want to be Jamaican? No, I didn't want to be Jamaican. I want to speak English. They're my bleach. They're my bleach. Jamaicans do speak English. <laughs> They speak Patois technically, but it's broken English, but you call it what you want to call it. So, you, you didn't want to be Jamaican. You wanted to be what? Um, well, when I was little, I wanted to be white. Mind you, I was 
10 years old when um, this was going on. Your prefrontal cortex wasn't developed. Correct, correct, exactly. It's crazy, though. It must not have been enough. It must not have been enough Bob Marley playing in your house. Uh, It was, but the thing is, is that growing up in that culture, like, like the whole thing that's going on with Spice right now, like growing up in that culture, they do more so, I don't want to say worship you, but look at you as a better quality of a person if you are lighter. So that's why Jamaicans bleach? Honestly, yes. It, it is why they bleach because they feel like if they're a lighter skin complexion, they'll get more opportunities. People will like them. The same better. reason why you bleach, Charlamagne. I've never bleached, sir. <laughs> Salute to Dr. Natasha <laughs> Sandy. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you, Mama. No problem. Have a good day, guys. I, I heard that a lot of Jamaican women like to bleach because um, they want to attract white men because Jamaican men don't eat poom poom. So they want somebody Shut that up, can That's eat the poom poom. I will know, say that. They know black men and white men eat poom poom, but not Jamaican Shut men. So up, they I will say that growing up, I used to hate the fact that I was half Chinese because I lived in an all black neighborhood. No, There was nobody Chinese around, you and everybody to be all used black? to make fun of it. So I used, yeah, I used to be like, ugh, this is so. And then people make fun of how Chinese people talk. All the time, and yeah, there was there was no Asian people in my neighborhood. Yeah, mine either. No. Just my dad. <laughs> no, it was no. But anyway, eight hundred five eight five one zero five one. We're talking transracial. If you could change your race, what race would you want to be? All right, we'll take your calls when we come back, Danny. When we come back, I want to know if you could change your race. What would you want to be? All right, it's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Now, we're talking transracial. Charlemagne gave this young girl donkey today. Her name is Treasure. She's only 16. Her prefrontal cortex isn't developed, and she wants to be mayonnaise when she can be hot sauce. Now, we have Danny, who's one of our producers. He uh, loves hip-hop. Right now, he's got on a Tribe Called Quest, Quest hoodie. What right? kind of sneakers you got on? You know what he got on. You know what he, he got, got on. on Yeezy. He got on Yeezy. So he got on a Tribe wow. Called Quest hoodie okay. and Yeezy right. sneakers. And he works for a hip-hop station. Okay, Dan. Now, we're asking, you know, when you were younger, at any point in your life, did you not want to be white? Yes, 100%. Uh, when I first went to elementary school, I was the only white kid in class, and I felt left out. So that was one time I wanted to be black. The other time was when G-Unit was popping. Who was popping? G-Unit. G-Unit. I had, I had the sneakers. Did I had you have the G unit tank? No, nah, I would look crazy in that. <laughs> Did you ever say? No. All right, just ask. Just curious. Just ask. During a song. He said, "Wait, huh? Wait, can, huh? can I sing it during a song? I don't no, know. No, Dad, a while do ago. No, I'll admit, a while ago I used to. What song was it? I mean, whichever ones I knew the words to. Got you. So when did you realize that was bad? Up here. Uh, he still does it. Yeah, honestly, coming here. Really? Yeah. Well, Dan, Dan's, Dan's young. Let's keep that in mind. How old are you, Dan? 26. Okay, so his prefrontal cortex just developed last year. I'm serious. I knew it was bad, and there was never malicious intent. When it was part of a song, I honestly didn't understand why it was such a big deal. But I get it. I get and it now. Dan also just a black face last year. I won't. Year. I go to concerts. I, I mute myself now. There you go. There you go. All right, let's go to the phone lines. Hello, who's this? Yeah, this is Robin. Robin, good morning. Good morning. I'm calling for Fairville. I was just calling just to talk about that situation because I am black. My father's black. My mother's white. And I, I don't have a mental problem like that girl or her issue is. But growing up, people always told me that, you know, you have to be black because that's what your dad is. And I grew up working out of all my applications and stuff. But then as I got older and my teachers and stuff started looking more like my mother, and I started feeling like, hey, well, my mom is white and this is who I want to be. I don't want to be like my dad and the things that he carry on as a black man. I want to be like my mom. And she's a white woman. You know, I have to, this is what I want to be like, you know, and I don't want my mom as a white person, like a black woman. 
So if she's a white woman, I want to embrace that. And I started taking white on my applications and stuff because I'm like, hey, I am white. So you can't tell me that I'm not just because you see that I'm light skinned. You're not going to tell me I have to be black and check black just because that's what you want me to do, you know? So I start taking white on my stuff. So what are you I now? Just, huh? What do you identify I, as? I, I say white. I should I say white. And then when they look at me, I say, well, my mother's white. I am mixed, but I'm not going to neglect my white side. I'm not you just going to forget uh, that you, it's there. My mother's white. If you, I want to be like my mom, I want to be like my mom. But you did but say I'm not going to forget that I am black and stuff. But you did say that you know that you are what your daddy is. Yeah, I do know I am what my dad is, yes. But, you know, when I stop, I'm not getting jobs. I'm not, people won't give me an apartment and stuff like that when I click black. But when I check white, hey, you want to come in and view the apartment? Yeah, yeah, I need somewhere to stay. I want to come view the apartment. Then when I come and they see my color, yeah, I wish you would ask me what color I am. Because you're not going to tell me that I ain't white. I never understood that. I never understood if you're half black yeah, and I half white. You why people is. say you're black. Like, I, I never understood. I, I mean, I'm all black. I, I mean, just... they, they say you are what your, your dad is because that's the dominant gene. Mm, okay. That's why. Yeah, and that, and that's with any race, though. That's not just with I black. I wouldn't just say I'm Chinese and that's it. But that's a scientific fact, though. I mean, you're not just, I'm you're not. not just, you're not just, uh, I wouldn't say that. you are black and Asian, just like she's black and white, but you're usually the dominant gene. Billy Ray. Yes, sir. Now, you a white guy? Yes, sir. I am absolutely 100% a white Caucasian male. And you want you would want to be black? Absolutely, sir. Why? Oh, Jesus. Uh, there's a number of reasons I could be a professional yes. athlete. I could have a much bigger penis. That would be fantastic. And oh, your women, shut your sir, ass up. Is, oh, your nah. women, sir, are All gorgeous. Right. Okay. Well, thank, uh, that's why. Bye. Th- th- thank you. Why you got time for this All mayonnaise right. covered nonsense? This what, dude what's the moral of the story, morning. guys? The moral of the story is uh, be happy with the skin that you're in. Okay? Simple as that. And my blackness is not to blame for your mediocrity. So I can understand why you would want to be black. All right. Well, yeah, we got rumors on the way. Yes, let's talk about a comedian who says that she is happy that Bill Cosby is behind bars. All right. We'll get into all that when we come back. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. This is The Rumor Report with Angela Yee. Rumor has it. On The Breakfast Club. So listen up. So Wanda Sykes did an interview with Radio Andy on Sirius XM, and she said that he got what he deserved about Bill Cosby. She also talks about uh, speaking with him at an award ceremony. Here's what she said. I was glad that they got him. We had a little incident at the Emmys one year. I was on my way to talk to Larry David. Cosby was sitting right behind Larry, and I was like, it'd be kind of... I don't want to get, catch any, you know, beef. People like, oh, she walked right past right. Cosby to talk to Larry David. Okay. So I stopped and, you know, had a little conversation with him. And I said, you know, Larry makes up stuff on his show. I said, you don't, you didn't make up things on your show, did you, Dr. Cosby? He said, uh, no, but we also spoke English. Okay, Fat yeah. Albert, the most right. uh, offensive uh, right. characters for African-Americans right. in history. Mm. Yeah. She says she's not surprised about all of this and that everybody kind of knew in the comedy circuit all different stories about his behavior and things that he was doing with that's, the waitresses and stuff like that. That's the craziest thing to me, though, because I always hear that about Bill Cosby and I hear that about Louis C.K. So I'm like, damn, how many people was, you know, c- complicit in letting that kind of behavior fly for so many years? I also think that a lot of people felt like, well, 
that's in in this industry, that's just part of what it is. Like women are told, well, if you want to be in this industry, there's just certain well, not, things. Well, not just women, guys. Too. You're gonna it's, have to deal. It's with. like a lot of people put up with a lot of different stuff just because they felt like these people could do something for them at at some point in time. Mm. Right, and it's also like sometimes people in positions of power can prevent you from getting ahead. So you're nervous about actually saying something because you don't want to get blackballed. And that did happen to some people. They did get blackballed when they did speak out. So it was a real concern for people. Mm. All right, now Kanye West and Nicki Minaj have apparently recorded a song together, and that song is about body shaming for his new album. They said uh, it's a concept, it's a yay concept, but I'm going to say it to y'all right now. I'm taking two stigmas at once because I love taking stigmas and flipping them to a positive negative energy to a positive. He said one of the stigmas is that men, the more people we sleep with, the higher our score goes with a woman. The more people they sleep with, people consider that to be the lower their score goes. So I guess he wants to flip all of that and the, the double standards. And then also uh, people getting body shamed after getting plastic surgery. He doesn't like that either. He doesn't want a stigma around plastic surgery. There's a stigma around plastic surgery? I think that plastic surgery was normalized a long, long, long still time ago. And by the way, I don't think it's a stigma when you're telling girls to stop out here getting these deadly ass shots that are actually killing people. That's not a stigma. That's why I love the documentary Lala did mm-hmm. about that type of plastic surgery, going to get it in a basement. You know what I mean? Getting those kind of ass shots that are killing people. It's cheaper. People can't afford it. They just try to get it done. I also think it's really important if you decide you want to alter something on your body, just know that's not, if you have issues that you're dealing with, it's not going to change those issues. So mentally, you always have to make sure that you're sound there. Temporarily. Just changing your outside appearance isn't going to change what's happening inside. Right. All right. And there's some new music out today. Tory Lanez dropped his Love Me Now album. Also, Ty Dolla Sign and Jeremiah put out their My Ty album. So you can listen to those um, also out right now. Mm-hmm. And I'm Angela Yee, and that's your rumor report. I know y'all love listening to new music over the weekend, so make sure you check that out. Did All you right. listen to that new J. Cole and Rhapsody, though? Oh, it came out already? Yes, J. Cole and Rhapsody came out at midnight yesterday. All right? Mm. And I keep telling y'all over and over again, and I will keep saying this, ain't none of y'all better than Rhapsody, male or female. I'm sorry. Okay. Y'all just not. And J. Cole got busy on that record. But ain't none of y'all better than Rhapsody. I don't care if you got a penis or a vagina. This ain't about gender. This is about bars, all right? All right. Drop with a clues bomb for Rhapsody, damn it. Okay. I ain't listen to it yet. I got to listen to oh it. Oh, my God. It's I saw a, that they were working together. I didn't know it came out. Great already. record. Produced by Ninth Wonder. I think it's going to be on the Jamla, Jamla right. compilation album. Okay. Amazing record. But ain't none of y'all messing with Rhapsody, okay? All right. Well, shout out to Revolt. We'll see you guys later. Everybody else, all right? Now, Homecoming Weekend has started. Shout to uh, all the HBCUs. Let me know what HBCU you went to or what college you go to. 800-585-1051 or at me on Instagram right now, at DJ Envy. Uh, after this, I'm heading to Yard Fest at Howard, all right? So then uh, tonight, I'll be at Hampton at the Vanguard, and Saturday, I'll be in Alabama, courtesy of McDonald's for the Classic, all right? That's the Magic City Classic. Shout out to McDonald's. So let me know your favorite joint. I'm going to make you feel like you're back in college, all right? So 800-585-1051. Let me know what you want to hear, and let me know what college you went to, what HBCU, and I'll shout you out during the mix, all right? It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning.